You're listening to another episode of Mr. Allard's Neighborhood. This is a place where we're entitled to Brad's opinion. And now for your host, Brad Allard. <laughs> well, my guest today need no introduction. Most of y'all, more of y'all know her than know me, Dad Gummit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm very jealous of their numbers. Like Tanner Trujillo, Adrian Argonines. And the Scarlet Sandbox. Oh, thanks for having Morning. us. Morning. Yeah, no, Almost right. afternoon now, but... <laughs> yes, I know. Y'all do your shows on Wednesday morning, right? Yep. And um, we've been doing ours about this time, and it seems like that traffic will never get better on oh Main goodness. Street. Yes. But hey, we're going to talk about their show, about their business enterprises. We're going to talk about maybe some local issues and... and uh, some of the travails they've had to deal with in the last couple of years, particularly, I think most of y'all know Tanner's story, and we'll probably touch on that. But we're also going to be talking about, thank you, Taylor, he handles it all. Oh, man. Yeah. That slide action, yeah, though. We're, Got we're a little bit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we do this every week, trying to get the, the Facebook thing set up. Oh, but, he does it for you. Yeah, because I'm... Taylor. I Taylor, holding out on us. <laughs> does that yeah. for you. <laughs> wow. I, I'm technically inept, uh, you know, and it's, it's all right. But anyway, I, I listened to the show yesterday too, in particular. But I've, I've kind of scanned through a couple others, and it's like these ladies don't hold back. I'll tell you that they'll tell you what they're thinking, and that's and that's a good thing, you know. And, <laughs> you know? and I, I knew Works for us. Tanner back in high school, and she didn't change a lick on that regard. She was very <sighs> uh, expressive with her opinion. Thank you. Well, that's how I knew we were going to be good friends oh, when yeah. I saw you're you're entitled to my opinion. Yes, so. that's right. <laughs> and. Um, she ain't now. I tell you this, but at the line formed to the left of all the boys wanted to date her. I didn't tell you that. Right now. <laughs> yeah, she didn't have to worry about dates. Must uh, have been that nerdy side. No, yeah. Well, anyway. So, but anyway, before we jump in the deep end of the pool, we're going to uh, talk uh, show the sponsors, of course, and start off with CrossFit Burleson at three seventeen Southwest Wilshire. The Daniel Bazin and his crew. So check out his webpage for membership plans and uh, protocols. Thank you, Daniel. Also, Shandy, <clears throat> sorry, Shandy Stogs deal at the Stogs deal group, turning transactions into relationships. So if you're looking to move in and around the borough scenario, give her a holler because she knows where the homes are being sold even before they come on the market, which is about the only way you can get a home these <laughs> days. Y'all live in Burleson, though, mm -hmm. right? And you've seen what's happening with home crazy. prices. Well, my daughter and her, and her husband are trying to find a home here, and it's like, my gosh. Good luck. How many yeah. liquor stores do I need to knock off? <laughs> you know? But anyway, and also Rex Russell at myfinancialbox.com. At the Russell Wealth Group, myfinancialbox.com, hit the link, make an appointment, and visit about your 401k, your retirements, your business plans. Also, auto at our place. Y'all know our place. Everybody knows our place, right? You know, who doesn't know our place? Been here since 1986 on the highway in, in Allsbury, and uh, auto is our good friend, and I think y'all can relate a little bit to auto. We right? can, yes, we can. Uh, we'll probably be mentioning that a little <laughs> bit. Also... Been in Brent at Mobile B and B Mobile RV Repair, and I tell this to all my guests that the Ben is my son-in-law. So, so seven one nine five hundred thirteen hundred. I understand y'all going camping pretty soon. Oh, we're going the river. Oh, on the river, okay. Mm -hmm. So you, you could have. Okay, but uh, y'all, so you're going to some outdoor trip. Mm -hmm. That's good. But neither one of us have an RV. We keep talking about the you RV know, we're going to buy. We're going to. That we're going to live in. But now I know mm -hmm. who to... That's right. Now we call know who to call. Right, right. They come to you. Well, and something, something. Because yeah, we they... know if Tanner's driving, 
Stop. We're gonna for sure I haven't even told you the latest. I haven't even told you the latest. <laughs> oh, great. Taylor, I forgot to tell you the last episode <laughs> we left here, and she high-centered herself in the bitch over here. Oh, no. Last night, I ran into uh, the mm-hmm. uh, parking thing at Fast Taco. I'm really sorry. Fast Taco. Anyways. Does he my... do car repair, too? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, mostly RV, travel vehicles. Well, travel when I get trailers. one, I'm well, just going to need it. 719-500-1300. Well, Got it. They do come to you, so that's the good thing about it. They don't. You don't well, if I high-center yeah. my RV, uh, yeah. I'm gonna need them to come That's to me. Right. No, or they're two big boys. Can push <laughs> also, probably you something else you're familiar with the Burleson Farmers Market. Um, I, I like going there because it's it's it seems like it's almost like a little oasis of sanity and peace and what a community looks like as opposed to this hair pulling we see in this local election business. Again, Especially now with the new, you know, old town oh, area. Yeah, plaza. The plaza. You know, I've been taking some static because about the plaza because I really like it, and people and some people say, "Well, that's very expensive," and we, you know, I'm like, you don't understand what the value of that plaza is meant to this community. Oh my gosh! And for the we got it right about the time I don't have the wine crawl anymore. I think yeah. it would have been like so perfect. So I'm kind of jealous of these events that are coming in. They're got a perfect well, well place. We can talk they about that because I want to see that again. Tell you the truth, because uh, I always enjoy it small glass of wine <laughs> several times. Well, ago. you have to come to my back <laughs> patio now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, so the Burleson Farmer's Market, also they're at Cleburne on Sundays if you can't make it on, on Saturday because and most of the same vendors are there. And also, this our friend Susie Morgan like to for you all to know about the Next Step Women's Center and their Walk for Life on June 12th. Uh, I've had Jane Burton on here a couple of times and Susie here a couple of times, and, and this is one of my favorite nonprofits in the community. Because uh, they do so much, I don't know how much how familiar you are with Next Step, but I am Kimber uh, mm-hmm. Martin is one of my dear friends who also mm-hmm. works. Okay. Oh snap! Sorry. Right. So you got so y'all know what's going on over there. I mean, they get the whole whole thing set up for mm-hmm. for uh, somebody who wants to deal with um, uh, issues dealing with their pregnancy or you know support and things like that. Also, they they asked me to tell y'all that they have a diaper drive going on, so they could use that if you want to drop by a box of diapers or whatnot. And off we go. Okay, so one question is, and I'm just going to be kind of rambling off the top of my head. When did you start this Scarlet Sandbox, and what was the purpose of it? Oh, we started Scarlet, mm-hmm. and we'd been talking about podcasts a long time. Mm-hmm. But we went to Jackson Hole, Wyoming. That's February. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were supposed to start when the winter getting. Oh, yeah. It was mm-hmm. the ice day. We didn't. So mm-hmm. we had to push it a week. But it was an easy... I say easy, simple, right, in theory, uh, way to talk about, you know, all the things that we've been asked about. We got a lot of messages, a lot of inquiries on how-tos and how-tos and self-help mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. mental training. And so we just, you know what, this is a great idea. Yeah, but I think no. the other thing was the reason we started the sandbox, we were already doing that on Ravenous Reach, Tanner's group, mm-hmm. you know, the legacy page for her daughter. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these issues we needed to talk about were a little bit tougher and she and I are pretty much put it all out there kind of people. So we wanted to say, hey, if you want to follow this part of our journey and be raw and real, here's where we are and still let Raven's page. Mm-hmm. You could only get so much with that page. You know what I mean? You, know, you still want to honor that she's yes. six years old and, you know, not dive into some of those tough topics. Mm-hmm. So here we are. Yet yeah. I feel like we still. We are. <laughs> but you also talk more also about shall we say, you know, being a woman and dealing with the issues of being, you know, business owner as a woman, motherhood, 
mm. uh, marriage issues, things like that. I mean, I talk and rant rave about Joe Biden or something like that. Y'all, y'all <laughs> talk about stuff that may be more pertinent to a lot of people. Um, you know, so to me, that's what I've seen has been your focus has been kind of like y'all, y'all two both are like, uh, guides or, or whatnot for a lot of the, the women in this community in right. particular about dealing with women's issues. Yeah, we hope we're, we're, we just want to be a help, you know? Yes. And deal, heal, deal and move heal. on. Mm-hmm. Well, but you also have a business to run as well. So mm-hmm. what's the name of the business exactly? I mean, I know what it is, but I want my vast listening audience to hear your business name. Well, we, mm-hmm. I work at her salon. Mm-hmm. The so I own the Ritz salon. Mm-hmm. I work for her. I'm a life coach. A life coach? So that's kind of... Okay. This being a life coach, I mean, is uh, what does that entail? Uh, so, you know, kind of like therapy, except for therapy is very past to present. Mm-hmm. Life coach is present to future. I feel like I went to a lot of therapy sessions and then you kind of graduate it. Like, yeah, you're healed. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's really hard to like call a ther- therapist and be like, hey, man, I don't really know. Do I want this job or this job? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's where kind of life coaching comes in. Is this something you do... Like professionally, or is this something you do is because yes. you, it's your calling, or both, I guess. Both. Yeah, right. Both. Yeah, so. Well, and I think she found that through this I whole mm-hmm. um, journey with Raven, mm-hmm. right? And that's the thing I think that both of us really feel about ourselves. Like, you don't, even with you, I'm sure you'll appreciate this, mm-hmm. but you don't look at yourself and think, I'm this. It's until people start going, wow, you have such a gift. Wow, mm-hmm. you're so good at this. And that's what happened. People started saying that to her. And of course, things we'd been telling her forever so these strangers come along and tell her and then she decides you know what maybe i'm good at this (laughs) i just like helping people think i don't want to tell you what to do i want to show you how to think so you have clients then yes sir how do they how do you get these clients do they come to you primarily Mm -hmm. how would they contact you uh i have tanner trujillo lifecoach.com or facebook they um can go to my Mm -hmm. website they can book there they can pay there and then i can zoom it Mm -hmm. thank you 2020 (laughs) and uh yeah i do a lot of zoom yeah, well, unfortunately, so did we for a while. But um, mm-hmm. but uh, I know, and as a it's awesome when they're in Ohio or Wisconsin doesn't discredit them. I guess not, I guess so. It's not just local people, then. Yeah, it's, well, Raven's story went yeah. around the world, you know, so she can help people, and we have, and she, in fact, you have a lot of followers from Ireland, Australia, really, yes, yeah. everywhere, England, <clears throat> Tanner's New Zealand. I, I mean, Taylor, Tanner, Taylor has seen that on our stats. Yeah. You know, the people that have mm-hmm. watched our show are from all over. Mm-hmm. That's really amazing. cool. I know the story of Raven. Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think it resonated so well with so many people across the world? Uh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's one that I'm still trying to answer. Um, well, I mean, it's a, tr- it's a tragic thing, but it, this must, it seems like this one really hit home for a lot of people. More than just some story they may have picked up somewhere. Yeah, I felt like I was just informing my friends and family on mm-hmm. what was happening at a mass kind of, here's what it is and mm-hmm. got to go by. But it, it didn't turn out that way. I feel I feel like that's a better question. I can't, I'm still trying to answer it a year For and a half later. For me, it's probably, yeah, it, from the outside, you know, I was there from the day that it happened to now. And mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what happened. What, what Tanner's intention was to fill in the church you know, when you're, she plays piano at the church and has mm-hmm. for years and years. So she went on to tell an update to the church on, you know, instead of answering, mm-hmm. she didn't even have her phone at the hospital and, the first yeah, day. And so when she went live, I think what happened is when you, not only do you watch that, that it happens 
you know, her father's involved. And there's just so, so many aspects of it that the grace that she held through that situation, that's what everybody's looking for, right? Everybody wants to know how to handle hard stuff and obstacles with grace. Well, you know, and I, I, I watched those live shots as well. And, uh, you know, as a father, it's hard to watch, to be frank. I mean, because mm-hmm. I can only, I can only imagine. I can't, you know, when you see people sympathize, you know, it, fortunately it hasn't happened to me, but I, I, I could see mm-hmm. what was happening, the pain and the sincerity coming through and whatnot. And I think maybe that's one reason why, because what it really just struck a chord because it wasn't just a daughter, but maybe somebody losing a father or that's just it everybody goes through death right they lose a loved one they lose a a spouse a parent and Mm -hmm. that's exactly i think what's happened over this last year and a half but you know isn't that everybody's question in life is what happens after we die or how do we cope with a death and so that's what they really latched on with was how she coped Mm -hmm. and then they go okay now i can you know in fact that's what our number one i think response with ravenous reach is Thank you so much. I have been in the depths of depression or sadness with the loss of my mom or the loss mm-hmm. of my spouse, and you just gave me hope. You just gave me hope again. Well, my so, favorite is the, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I'm sold out to, like, Christianity, you know? So mm-hmm. for people to be like, I am I have a Bible. I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. That's the coolest part for me mm-hmm. because it's just like, I don't believe I have no religion. I have never wanted to except mm-hmm. here's this Bible. What do I do with it? Because whatever well, how many you people have, didn't have a Bible? Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. So or didn't even know Jesus. Them. I mean, it was it was crazy. It was like if you did not see it, I wish I could almost bottle it and give it away because <laughs> it was the coolest thing to watch. So maybe you may be answering your own question that this is no just coincidental happenstances. Maybe this is what the Lord is using you to do through this tragedy. You yeah. know, and you know, maybe that's this is the whole purpose. I, I don't know. Who knows these questions, right? You'll, we'll find out when it's time to meet our maker. But is but maybe this is, you know, taking this this tragic event, and the Lord is using it for this purpose. Um, I'm not sure. I, I I can't answer those questions. It's beyond my, my pay grade. But uh, I, I don't think it's a coincidence. I no, th- I think I, God I works in the moment, and He can take mm-hmm. any poor decision or any mm-hmm. mistake or any whatever and mm-hmm. use it. Yes, and, I, and that's kind of where I'm getting at. Um, so, this, are you still involved with uh, fundraising or, or uh, you know, charitable outreach through the, through Raven? This yeah. So the last thing we did, we've done a coat drive. We've done backpacks. Mm-hmm. Right now, we're kind of in the middle, kind of transitioning into what's next. I'm. Loosely saying, I'm figuring things out. <laughs> yeah. So where would if somebody want to like contribute, or somebody want to know what you're doing about you know, or some sort of drive? Where would they find this information? Sure. They can go to my group on Facebook, Ravenous Reach. Mm-hmm. Ravenous Reach. It's a play on Ravenous, right? But right, right. And so that they wanted to contribute in some manner, or if there was some sort of uh, charity drive going on, they could find us out. I also, if I remember correctly, uh, she was an organ donor. Yes. Okay, and that was to me incredible. Yes, because you know the, the the fact is that your tragedy may have saved a couple other lives in a sense because there's you know so that's uh, that's got to give you some yeah, at we, least a little piece on. We that. got a letter from our liver uh, uh, transplant, oh and she was actually older, and she actually got to see her uh, family come into the world. Okay, and so it bought her uh, time. It bought her time, and so I say her. I don't know if it's he or her. I just go for it. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just saying that that even though this is incredibly tragic, 
there are people in this world that are grateful to Raven. Yeah. And that's 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 got to give you at least a little comfort. Yeah, a I lot hope. of people. I hope yeah. anyway. You know, and and I, it also points the need that it'd be great to have more organ donors. Yeah, don't bury them. Well, the, there's somebody that uh, you know. Speaking of organ donors, is somebody that graduated a year after you, Joni Chastain or Joni oh, yeah. Raymond. Joni. Yeah, she got a, a liver transplant from mm-hmm. a friend. Also graduated a year after you from Tori Jones, if you remember her. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so that's the importance of being available for organ donors. Uh, I just I. I have to admit, when I saw that that was going on, and you'd mentioned that, it clutched me a bit, as they say, because <laughs> I thought, you know, that's God bless this young girl, you know, who's yeah. who's um, going to make a difference in so many other people's lives. I'm glad she clutched you. Yeah, well, <laughs> she clutched me too yeah, for a bet, long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, as far as your other enterprises, you know, you have you said you had several businesses, Adrian. Is that right? Or several. Things going on. Yes, I've done a lot of things. Um, I had the Burleson Wine Crawl, which is actually no longer. Well, is it going to happen again? No. Oh, Rest easy, Wine Crawl. Okay, well then. We loved having you. Yeah, we loved having you. You know, and it was a great community event for the Mm -hmm. 10 years that it was there. Mm -hmm. I just, um, for me personally, uh, it was time. Okay. You know, and I hear that um, it's coming back in a different form that, you know, Lost Oak and another winery that I had talked to early on, mm-hmm. um, maybe about buying out the wine crawl. I think they're going to just do their own thing. Um, but I'm excited. I'm That's excited exciting. to see. I'm excited to be a patron versus yeah. a organizer. I bet. So, I bet. Um, I think you guys will still have one. We'll just have to see how that mm-hmm. plays out. My mm-hmm. husband owns a plumbing business. I've been an entrepreneur since I was 19 years old. Really? Now, you didn't graduate Burles High School. I, from Keller. Keller. Okay. So... And your husband owns, owns his own business. You own your business. I mean, how difficult it is for both of y'all to be juggling business. You know, you got your nonprofit going on, and life coach, et cetera, mm-hmm. and you're also a CrossFit trainer. Is that right? Yes. All right. I'm and so, and you, you know, you got your business going. How hard is it to deal with all that and be wife and mother? Because I know you just recently had a child, about two years old now. Uh, ten months. Ten months. Well, no, eleven. She'll be one next month. Good heavens. There you All go. Right. Okay. And and you and you've got these businesses. Do you have children as well? Um, so I have mm-hmm. three biological children. Mm-hmm. My husband has two children, five mm-hmm. between us. Oh Lord. Um, and one with special needs. Mm-hmm. So he's fixing to be twenty in September. Um so one lives at home, my sixteen year old, the other mm-hmm. are off at college or mm-hmm. out on their own. Um and I for me, honestly, I've been an entrepreneur since I had kids. Mm-hmm. My, I had a baby at 21 and already owned a business by 19. So I don't know any other way. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think it actually helped me because it allowed me to be a mom and have a little bit more flexibility. Yet I feel like I had to work harder because nobody's paying my bills but me. But mm-hmm. that's just the only way I know how to do things. Well, it's just it's hard to be a business owner in any capacity and then put motherhood on it on top of that. It's got to be difficult. And so, I, you know, I just... Uh, I respect that great deal. I, you know, being an old economics professor, so to speak, or teacher, I'm not a professor. But anyway, they, 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 I know what it entails to drive their own business. Well, and I look at my kids now. You know, my oldest is at A&M. 
mm-hmm. going in the dental field. My middle one's at Tarleton going into nursing. Um, she's followed mm-hmm. my footsteps in microblading, and she's actually just got her job at Ridgely Country Club. So if you play golf, go see her, you know, your cart girl. But, oh, okay. um, at Ridgely Country Club? Yes, yeah, so you mm-hmm. just had the doors wide open for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then my baby just got her a job at Joshua Snowballs. So, you know, one thing I feel like is that I've shown them mm-hmm. how to be an asset to society and work hard and mm-hmm. work for what they want, and that makes me super happy. Well, and how did you get into, you know, were you into CrossFit training back in high school? Because I don't, I mean, I don't remember that no, exactly. No, I was into creative writing when yeah. I was in high school, uh, okay. Mr. Allard. Well, that, <laughs> Come I did, a long I, way. Well, how did you get into that? I mean, because I've seen some of your postings that show your workout and all this and, you know, your progress you've made. So how did you get involved in that? Well, I had a friend that had a weight loss surgery. And so when she went back to work out, she wanted to try CrossFit. She needed somebody to go with her, though, because... That was new, mm-hmm. and so uh, that's how I got my foot in the door. My husband was actually the coach of that class that mm. I walked into. Well, you, but y'all weren't married at the time. Nope, so not a bit. you walked in, boom, you saw lights go off. <laughs> I wish it happened that way, but it didn't. Oh, okay. But um, then I went to the CrossFit gym I'm at now, CrossFit 3 on 3, and we, um, I went there and was perfectly fine with that. Then one day they were like, hey, we think you should coach here. Hmm. I was like looking behind me, like who who are they talking to? But <laughs> it's worked out. I really love it. So you have clients for that too, then, don't you? Uh, well, I coach class there. Oh, coach coach a class. Okay, so you coach a class, you do your live coach, and you work at the salon, and play piano at Pathways, and play piano at Pathways. How is old Rick doing? I haven't oh, seen him in a while. My dad hat is great. Mm-hmm. He's good. Is that what he is? I call him Dad Hat mm-hmm. because when I was little, and I used to have to go into his office, you know, because parents shove their kids and mm-hmm. fix her mm-hmm. <laughs> she's got a oh. smart mouth he would always say i'm taking off my pastor hat and i'm putting on my dad hat mm-hmm. and so I i've known rick for many many years had all three of his boys and i'm, oh, glad, yeah. I'm glad that he's still alive and kicking you know he he's is. been there a while but oh, the, so you uh, play so you do all these things yes sir and 20 hour days i guess oh you know you know and then you do this yeah it's fun I want to kind of get back to this this uh, podcast idea. Do y'all have plans for the future for this? Because apparently your numbers are very very good, and I'm jealous because I've been doing this longer than y'all, and y'all <laughs> zoom by me like I was backing up. And uh, I would um, like an RV, and I would mm-hmm. like to travel, and I would like to do conferences. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Scarlet Sandbox. Mm-hmm. Get out your workbook. Here we go. Well, it sounds like a good deal to me. But uh, I mean, as far as the podcast, I mean, y'all are on Apple, you're on Spotify, yeah. and all this other business, like like I am. <laughs> Hint. But, <laughs> but uh, y'all, please watch Mister Allen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes I feel like, please listen to my show. <laughs> you know, you know. So, but so, do y'all, y'all ever see yourself doing this, like maybe on a more routine format? Because you do it once a week, right? Mm-hmm. You see yourself doing this, like on a like two or three times a week, and or maybe uh, I don't know, local television, even I don't know. <gasps> Well, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking that y'all... y'all We're always for the now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, I think the biggest thing is uh, listening to our followers and mm -hmm. listening to the people that um, we find find us valuable. Mm -hmm. But I see us doing more... Like, what we've been talking about is more like the conference style. Take it on the road. Mm -hmm. You know, but we originally were going to do more in-person conference when all of this, you know... 2020 you know this yeah. 2020 followed into 2021 but also mm-hmm. we have such a great you know our viewers are from all over mm-hmm. so the in person makes that difficult so then the podcast allowed us to reach and then we could take it 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we buy an RV. Yeah. <laughs> and we come to you. Right. Well, my son in law. Can you come to Ohio? Because <laughs> I'm centered in problems. Right, okay. <laughs> well, you know, so you think about like doing local seminars, you can probably do it not just through Zoom, but your live yeah. stream, whatever, but you can do it locally. And, you know, and it's a, really my fault, I think, have because a space of some sort. I'm going I to get my dreams. biblical mm-hmm. counseling certification because mm-hmm. I'm more the past life. She's more the present life. Mm-hmm. That's why we make such a good team. Work together for the future. You Are know? you also at Pathways? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. 15 plus years. Mm-hmm. Well, I've known them since they were St. Matthews. Yep, I mean, same. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... But uh, so you have, but you have a certification in this, or some some training. Well, I'm working on that. Okay, working on it, but it's not. It's a like, lot of reading. Oh yes, it is. But it's. I guess I would, the point I'm trying to make to the, my my vast listening audience is that you're you're not just talking off the cuff. I mean, you're you go through training, you go through process, oh, yeah. you go through material, certifiable material. So we're not talking about. I'm just here to you know talk off the top of my head kind of thing. You're you actually, or or getting to be like a licensed type counselor situation. Well, and I think that's one thing that Tanner and I really pride ourselves and we talk Mm -hmm. a lot about um, is we really truly try to reflect on ourselves, Mm -hmm. on facts, not working off emotion, you know, and and we bounce things off of each other. We Mm -hmm. might have that five minutes of like, oh my gosh, but then at the end of the day, we really say, hey, is this who you want to be? Is this the message you're trying to send? Like we really take a lot of pride in our integrity and what we're putting out we do our homework. We do the work. We're not afraid. Well, here's how to do it. Yeah. Well, here's here's a uh, program that maybe y'all could emulate. I've talked about promises. This is my church at First Baptist. Oh, okay. Promises on Renfro. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm familiar with it or not. And they have a great counseling. Yes, program. they do. And mm-hmm. they ha- and you know people think okay, it's a church related counseling. All you're going to get is well, you need to pray harder, and that's not really what what that promises is about. They are. I mean, it is faith based, but it's also legitimate counseling from licensed counselors. Hey, I've talked about that because Tanner and I both have been through counseling Mm -hmm. the majority of our lives from things Mm -hmm. early on in our childhood, right? So I was in counseling for 15 years. It was not until I married, you know, I've been married four times. So this is now my hopefully last husband, (laughs) but, um, and I tell him that he's on thin ice. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, um, he and I actually, went to counseling early in our relationship. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I ever went to a Christian-based counseling. Mm-hmm. Because all as, when I grew up in church, I did not want to be swayed mm-hmm. by God, God, God. I wanted good mental training, right? Well, whoa, was I wrong? So <laughs> when I went mm-hmm. to this Christian counseling with my husband, I mean, game changer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really preach about that preach haha no pun intended but you know what i'm saying right. like um i really say hey don't discredit that because really at the end of the day when your your whole life is centered around that your counseling should be your mental training should be and it's a game changer well that's why i like about promises because you know you go into an atmosphere you know that it is faith based and it is you know christian based but it is not like Here's some magic spell that's going to solve your problems. <laughs> Honk if you love Jesus. Theme. Right, right. Well, neither yeah. is church. You know, right. you got to do the work. Right. And so uh, I thought maybe that type of format y'all could emulate. And I don't know, start your own, you know. Hmm. And, you know, have that y'all are entrepreneurs, so you know <laughs> how to start business. No, no, really, I'm, I'm serious. All the <laughs> dreams. No, it's well, a good thing. If there's some space, to, you know, maybe a space in Old Town somewhere. Uh, or maybe or some of these new developments, and I don't know what your 
situation is with the finances, but you know, I, I, there is a, a big, big market for that because I had Susie Morgan on here a couple of weeks ago, and we both talked about mental health. And mm-hmm. and, and it, here's to me, here's an here's an area that maybe y'all should also consider is uh, the men because mm-hmm. I, I, you know y'all mostly have a female audience, right? Mostly. Okay, mm-hmm. but I could tell you that the biggest problem with men dealing with this is. Uh, that macho ego kind of thing, mm. and I was guilty of that for many, many years. Like, no, you know, my ancestors handled it differently. I don't, I don't see why I need to, you know, go to counseling because, you know, back in my day, you know, we just, you know, gutted our way through it, and that's just a, that's not a good attitude. And I finally mm. came to that point about seven years ago, and that's how I got uh, connected with Promises because I was becoming somebody that I didn't recognize. Well, and Mr. Allard, yeah. what would it look like mm-hmm. if more people went and got mental and mm-hmm. emotional training? It would be helpful. <laughs> to to yeah, open up those like... lines of communication. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I hate to spin this to where, you know, a whole mm-hmm. nother level, but Go ahead. where we are right now in our community. Uh-huh. If more people had mental and emotional training, would we be in a different place of how people are reacting amongst each other? I, I think a lot of the um, hard edges would be softened a little bit. Uh, I think a lot. At, uh, one thing that I learned about t- in teaching school is that I couldn't, as a teacher, personally have very rigid ideology or thinking about people in particular. You know, because when I first entered into teaching back in 1990 at the high school level, anyway, my mentality about you know, like who is an unwed mother, for example, as a certain type of girl. And mm-hmm. now I know it happens to everybody. And, mm-hmm. and I'd also people that have problems with drugs and or alcohol were a certain type of people. And now I know how easily it is for to be anybody in any walk of life, regardless of your economic class or educational status, how easily these things can become an, an entrapment to you. Mm-hmm. So, my, you know, and, and like, for example, um, I... I, when I started teaching high school, I probably had gay students, but I didn't know them. By the end of my, my career, they were talking to me about their problems. Mm-hmm. And that was a transition that I had to make also. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a change in their attitude, it was a change in mine, because they, they knew that they could come to me and talk about, I'm having problems with my parents about this issue, or, you know, I, I blah, blah, blah. You know, we, and and I, I wouldn't just say, well, here's the answer, because I didn't have the answer mm-hmm. for that. But that showed to me that I, over the course of time, I, I moved away from, like, this position here that I wasn't going to be moved from to a much more, uh, I don't want to say forgiving, but a much more... Uh, Understanding? Yeah, I guess so, compassionate, mm-hmm. realizing how difficult life is and why, why am I <clears throat> taking this black and white stance on this issue. Mm. Um, well, and I think what we see right now is a lot of people who feel out of control in their own lives. Mm -hmm. So then they're trying to control other people. Mm -hmm. And that's what Tanner and I talk a lot about is Mm self-reflection. How can I make a difference and be a difference instead of telling everybody else how to do it? And it's, and also same thing happened about racial issues. You know, I never considered myself racist, even in my younger days, but you know, when you we have students of color and they're telling you, hey, these things are happening to me. All right. This, this isn't something that, you know, that you read about or this isn't something that people just make up. No, I, I, this these kind of things happen to me because of my race or my skin color, or whatever else. You kind of you modify again some of those opinions may have had about other things. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, my friends think I'm going to the left a little bit. <sighs> I like to think I just 
You grew. Grew, I guess. Grew. Well, I... well, and that's what we were talking about mm. just this week because mm-hmm. I feel like so many people have to pick a side, a left or a right mm-hmm. or conservative or low. But the truth is there's good points about both. And I would you just can say also right or wrong. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. If the only two mm-hmm. in your well, if you have two choices, it's right or wrong. It's not left or right. It's not who. Well, it's... Taylor, this might be a good time to put up Catherine's ad because, like I mentioned before the show, she is a sponsor, and we've been talking about that, so we can incorporate that in there. But you're right. One of my shows I got a lot of crap for, basically, was when I got really tired of people saying, if you don't vote this way, then you can't be conservative or Christian. I'm like, I beg your pardon. I know God. <laughs> he says a little different. Yeah, I said, exactly right. <laughs> I know I'm a conservative for the most part. There's a couple of things I may have, you know, slid a little bit to the left, but that's total yeah. same. Yeah, but I, but I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty conservative, and and, uh, and I am a Christian, and I don't need anybody telling me that the only way I can prove it to them is if I check the box for their candidate. That's you have bull. nothing to prove to them. Yeah, and not so, a thing. Well, it's gotten to that point now. When you get there, it's like. Mm-hmm. Free. Well, I, and well, then, and it's like you just talked about with even with growth. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard things about flip floppers and mm-hmm. this. And I'm like, hello, can we just change our mind? Mm-hmm. Just because it's, you change you your can. mind doesn't mean you don't have integrity. That means that you stopped, you paused, you listened, mm-hmm. you made your own analysis instead of listening to everybody else. And you went, hey, you know what? Maybe I was wrong here. Or maybe I had my mind opened up. And all of a sudden, we're shaming somebody because they go, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And more people need to learn how to do that, in my opinion. Well, and it's not even so much that you were wrong. It's just that you now have gotten a bigger picture of what you really think, a broader understanding that you can't take this position and, and not move from it. You know, that, that you, you've seen the bigger issue. And uh, 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 okay, now I, I think I understand why people may not agree with me. Sometimes, you know, I, I may still want to think be in this certain position, but I don't look at the other side as the enemy or the opponents or whatever else. Like it's becoming so common these days, and not just at the local level. I mean, this has been going on for quite some time. But you know, we mentioned Catherine Redding. You know, I, I you know, she's a sponsor, but I endorse her every day and twice on Sunday, regardless. <laughs> and and I believe you have some. Uh, relationship with Catherine Ridding. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you posted something on your page about that. You want to talk about that? Sure. I mean, she, mm-hmm. I didn't know her from anything. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have picked her out of a crowd, but she mm-hmm. took a really big uh, step and a really big, she caught a lot of fire for helping me, and mm-hmm. I, I'll never. Why would she catch fire for helping you? Well, even you... any kind of mm-hmm. publicity, you get negative with it. You mm-hmm. just get it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, I had those, you know. I just would assume that when you're talking about dealing with Raven and any mm-hmm. issues related to Raven, everybody would be, you know, all ants on deck pulling for the team. And apparently, you would think. You would if think, there was, uh, a, I mean, <laughs> sure, sure, if there was a team. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about Raven well, Day? Or? I mean, we just didn't have, there's, you know what, at the end of the day, you had mm-hmm. two blend, you had one big blended family, you got two, you know what I mean? Things mm-hmm. happen and that's okay. Okay. Um, they just, end up that way sometimes. Well, Well, I think in that case, I'll just say it. You know, I think Tanner early on really tried to create a unity. And then I think people make choices. And then which snowball effect, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And unfortunately, as with 
when people are divorced, they're divorced for a reason. And that doesn't mean they can't respect. And that doesn't mean there's not two really good people that just don't get, you know, need to be together. But I think in this case with Raven, everything really was. Um, and then and then it, it, it did. It got divided. That's the thing. Uh, when it went from one team to two, then you always had people who root for one. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where it well, well that's, we we don't have to get into too deep in the details because I understand why. No, 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 I understand. Believe me, it, it's unpleasant, but it just um, it's unfortunate. It is, and, and a lot of acrimony came out. Uh, what should have been a very yeah. easy thing to come together about. <clears throat> um, so, on this video you, you taped of yourself about Catherine, you know, you were talking about how she helped you with this whole process. How yeah. did she help you? Uh, there was a proclamation, mm-hmm. um, Ken Shetter, and they mm-hmm. made Raven Day mm-hmm. on, you know, the day that Raven died originally. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that that wasn't, re- you know what I mean? Like, I didn't think about that. That mm-hmm. was the one day, yay. Mm-hmm. But apparently you can fill out a form and have that renewed. Mm-hmm. If I had known that, I probably wouldn't have. Just because when it comes to Raven, what was given Mm-hmm. by others is so much more important than, to me than going and getting it. Does that make sense? That makes plenty of sense, So yes. I, I wouldn't have, that's why I was like, oh, okay. Whenever she told me the proclamation got renewed, I was like, that's amazing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was very, the it, basis wasn't amazing, really. Um, it was renewed. Mm-hmm. And um, I, for the lack of a better term, I was left out. I wasn't called or told. Um, I guess if we're going to go with that analogy, one of the teams was called and that wasn't mine. So I didn't know that the proclamation was coming um, mm. till what, the day before? Oh, holy moly. Mm-hmm. And listen, this is not like, <clears throat> feel sorry for me. It's no. not. It just, mm-hmm. this is the positive. Mm-hmm. Like, Catherine came in, found out that I wasn't informed and just said, hey, you know what? As a mother, mm-hmm. that really is not great. And as a council member, that's worse. Right. And so, and she even told me, it's not about you. It's not that I like you. Mm-hmm. It's that, I respect the job that I have. Mm-hmm. And so this was wrong. This was right. It's that right and wrong. And she chose right. So, mm-hmm. well, I, 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 I'm not surprised by the story. But I'm not Catherine, either. You know, and after knowing her and when you got on the video and you thanked Catherine for what you did, there was pushback. Not much. Really good. Uh, cause not I, much. I, I get some a little bit because I'm known to be. Oh yeah. Pro well, Catherine you know, my, little vision is a little skewed mm-hmm. over the past year and a half. I've gotten a lot of pushback on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So in this, in comparison was n- nothing good. essentially. Well, good. <laughs> well, I'll be glad when the election's over to be frank. And so will oh, a lot so, of other people. So, yeah. Well, it's just in a situation, I think from the outside looking in, um, the people that didn't do what they should have done, that's where you get the pushback, mm-hmm. right? Everybody else that knows what should have been done and that it got done, they're happy for the situation, right? Yeah. So they're happy that she got notified. They think that that's what should have been in the d- done in the first place. And they're glad she got to be a part of what should have been hers to begin with. Not hers, but I'm saying theirs to mm-hmm. begin with, right? Mm-hmm. And so the only people that you get slack from are the people that didn't do what they were supposed didn't choose right. right from the start. Right. So when we talk about a little bit of pushback, you're talking about just the few that didn't make the right choice versus the people that go, wow, that's so awesome. And we're so glad that that came through. And that, you know, I think Catherine it was more through. of a shock that I didn't. I mean, mm-hmm. like, wouldn't you assume? Yeah, I would have 
figured you'd be right from the very beginning on this conversation. <laughs> yeah, so did I. That's why I was so confused. So, I mm. mean, it was more confusion and then shock that I wasn't like, with people's feedback. They were like, wait, what? Like, mm-hmm. And here's the deal. You know, and I've said this early on um, when this, because, you know, um, I've been through side by side with this, but I'm just going to be brutally honest. Mm-hmm. I do not feel in a normal situation if I'm really separating, like, the city itself. The city is not in business to know everybody's personal stuff, right? So if this was Jane Doe, they might not have known Jane Doe. They might not have known Jane Doe's divorce or marital Mm -hmm. status. Mm -hmm. But in this case, it was personal. These people knew you know, mm-hmm. they, they knew Tanner, they knew Shane, they knew Raven. They, they said proclamation had already been done the year before. So you had two the year before. Why would you do one now? Do you know what I mean? So so in, in the city of Burleson's defense, mm-hmm. th- this was an act of one individual versus the city. I wouldn't hold that against the city right. council. Okay. They so- didn't as a whole know. Okay. No, well, and well, you know, again, this is not like me griping. It's just me being so for Catherine. Like mm-hmm. I just have so much respect, mad respect for her. Well, I do too. And, and, and my uh, uh, preference for her has been very well known. Uh, she has been on the show. I have asked Jimmy Stanford to come on here, if I quit asking after a couple of weeks, because I don't think they have any interest in going on here. And that's fine. That's, you know, that's the way we run their campaign. That's up to them. But, uh, but I, I, I find that interesting because you, Catherine, if you wanted to, know what she's thinking sometimes she'll tell you what she's thinking even if you don't want to know it <laughs> you know, but we can I, relate yeah I'm just saying. Can. well but you know but that I, I wonder sometimes it's because uh she is a woman if that makes a difference because you know that kind of forthrightness we, we associate with a uh, with men sometimes but if I have a woman tell you no you're wrong and you're kind of stupid to go along with it uh you know maybe not everybody takes that as well and you know i think that's exactly how we felt in this situation, I mean, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I, I always try to be very careful because at the end of the day, this wasn't my child or my situation. I'm only mm-hmm. in a support role here. Mm-hmm. But this was never political for never. us. That was never political. That was just. Nobody asked her you. what side she was on. We didn't even know this was going to come to this. We didn't. This was just mm-hmm. Tanner telling her story of a good like a, a situation. And and honestly, I think we resonated with the fact that like maybe sometimes when you go against what. You know, Catherine went out on a limb mm-hmm. calling us and knowing how... She jumped out of the tree, mm-hmm. Mr. Allen. <laughs> like, not even... Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I just, I can't just, she's just, I can't help it. Well, y- you know, y'all both being in- involved in the community, we and so am I to some degree, we've seen what's been happening and it's <laughs> been very unpleasant. Do you think after this is all over with, we'll go back to maybe a little bit more stable, less no. confrontational, you think, or I think just, some lines have been drawn that can't be undrawn? I just think bullies aren't just loud in elections. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And right. I really hope that people have a change of heart as a whole. Like, it's it's sad to me. This whole and I think mm-hmm. that's one of our biggest things that she and I talk about all the time is what, what I think is going to take some softening is just retreating. Like, sometimes just going, hey, maybe I had this wrong. Instead of calling me and telling me, you know, why you did something or, well, you need to hear my side. How about just going, hey, you know what? I got that wrong. Mm-hmm. A, a simple apology sometimes goes a long way. And maybe you're not even sorry for what you did, but maybe sorry for how that affected someone. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Just being <laughs> We have compa- to do that a lot. <laughs> I did not mean that. And yeah. I, yeah. I'm sorry that I. We all misspeak. Mm-hmm. We all misstep. 
But doesn't it take a lot of integrity to go, ooh, I was wrong there. Can can we sit down? Or and- I remember when I was wrong, so I'm going to commit. You were wrong knowing that I've done wrong too sometimes. You know, it's just just the grace and just a little bit of chill you know, would be and, good. And the social media is kind of a mixed blessing because it allows us to do what we're doing here right That's now. But it also allows people to get on there and from the safety of their keyboards and say some pretty nasty stuff. Well, but that goes back to what we talk about all the time about Mm self-reflection. Instead of getting on there and telling everybody else how to do it, what can you do to help just the whole general picture, you know? We don't get that very much. Well, and I'm, I, I'm. That's an interesting comment though. You said that you don't think we're going to go back to, you know, just hometown. I, I, I never, I never expected Burleson to be like Mayberry. You know, I always <laughs> say that. But I, I guess I was just surprised at the level of just uh, vitriol that some of these people put out there. Which is so funny, and I would like to tell that I don't have anything to do with politics. Yeah. I mean, well, that's I, what I'm saying. This was I never ha- political for us. This was just a, a right or wrong situation that <laughs> we didn't even ask to be. Tanner never asked. I mean, first of all, she didn't ask to be in the boat she's in. She didn't ask for, you know, any of this to happen. She's just left to deal with the repercussions of everybody else's choices. Mm-hmm. So that's what people really need to wrap their it's head around sometimes. The, the proclamation at its root is not about the proclamation. Mm-hmm. It was about my daughter getting to, my current daughter, getting to go and walk. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the only thing that I have that they get every to day do is to- Raven's day. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I have mm-hmm. that they do together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's uh, yeah, all exact, I have ex- left. Ex- exa- I know what you're exactly. And those mean. things will fade too. So mm-hmm. like, that's why the proclamation was just so, you know, weight yeah. for me. Well, I, I, I am concerned about the, the, this community because, um, you know, we do have a, a segment that is going to be unmovable. And we have institutions that support that. Okay, we have a, we have a couple institutions in our town that um, encourage that kind of uh, isolation and segmented view of the, of the community. And I, I get concerned because uh, I've mentioned this before. I, I drive around this town and see all the things that we've done in the last ten years. Not just new businesses, but you know, community things like that plaza, like Chisholm Hall Park, like Bailey Park. And I just wonder if. If certain that certain segment takes over the leadership of this community, those kind of visions will be done away with. You know that we won't have any any kind of vision for expansion or uh, community related things. You know, I wouldn't give them that much power. Well, it doesn't take a lot of votes. But in I do local think election. I do think that if we send a signal that mm-hmm. we can bully people into our way of thinking. That's the problem. So I think if we don't learn how to sit down and talk and sit down and talk rationally, open-mindedly, that's the bigger picture. You know, and I don't want to ask that, that segment. I think we know who we're talking about. What are they afraid of? I mean, what are they, what are, what are they concerned? It it's, can't be just I'm worried about my property taxes. I think there's something deeper. It's power. Well, that, and I think they're just afraid that we're not going to be like Burleson was in the 1980s. and And so... But you know, but they don't. What I don't think they understand is, I'll just take this for example. You know that the, the standard over on Hidden Creek, would that developer put his money in, into this kind of project if he thought this community would not be supportive of that kind of, not just that kind of business, but that kind of, uh, you know, community atmosphere? People don't just come to this town just to buy a house or put a business here. They come here specifically to Burleson because they wanted to have community. And I just think that some of the people are are dead set against that, and they're they're. They say, well, I don't want my taxes to go up. Well, 
If your taxes are declining because your property values are going down, that's not a good thing. I, I just, I, that's why I had such problems with, with Mr. Stanford is that, first of all, he didn't explain these, these visions, if he has any. He didn't explain what he thinks should be the future of Burleson. But if, and I don't think the mayor has the same vision that Ken Cheddar did. And I would like to have more of a community aspect of Burleson as opposed to what it was when I moved here in 1991, which was fast food joints and pizza joints. And oh, trust me. As somebody, the whole reason I started the wine crawl, yeah. I sat on the board. Um, no, I shouldn't say the board of the chamber, but mm-hmm. of that event. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which was, I'm sorry. It was the, uh, taste of Burleson. I don't know right. if you remember. I do. We had a taste of Burleson. This is a long time ago. No, okay? I remember that. But, um, and that's exactly. So I'm from Keller. So we mm-hmm. had great fest up in Keller. Mm-hmm. And, um, when we had the taste of Burleson, we had 300 people. We had lost Oak wine we had frescoes and we had Carrie Montgomery's husband singing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, same thing. I had a vision that I thought we could do something, and nothing, nothing. I think they were doing a great job. I don't mean anything uh, disrespectful to that event. That's where mm-hmm. we were at the time. And people thought I was crazy bringing in food trucks and, yeah. you know, cover bands. And you want to talk about some slack? <laughs> I got a lot of slack for that. Um, and so anyway, I, I tell you that because I feel like I'm somebody who has really worked very, I, I mean, I poured my blood, sweat and tears into mm-hmm. bringing community. It may not be, you know, Chisholm, what what is that development when Miller, um, uh, you know, yeah, Chis- it's not Chisholm, it's called the standard. So uh, the yeah, standard. Yes. Right. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. You know, I may not be mm-hmm. on that same level, but same concept, right, right? Is bringing and, and we have such an awesome, you know, our, uh, Burleson economic development team at the time, which was Bradley Ford and Justin Bond and yeah, yeah. those guys, Alex, you know, Alex mm-hmm. is a great advocate for Burleson. You know, they really see some of that. And, but what I have always loved about that team is how well they, work together, mm-hmm. you know, and respected everybody's opinions and, you know, coming in with new ideas. And, uh, and that's kind of, I, I don't want to get like, same thing. We're not super political. So it's hard for us to talk about some of that property tax, mm-hmm. you know, situation. Um, although I probably at 42 years old should probably get a little bit more involved. <laughs> I just want to skip to the community part, but the community, <laughs> you know, I, but that goes back to what I'm saying. And I think it's the same thing with you. You know, you got to have growth. But to have growth, you've got to have vision and you've got to sit down and know that you're not the only person that sees something one way. Right. And, and I, I just, you know, I, I've seen Burleson develop over the last 30 years and it just, I don't want to see that progress go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, well, that's what I was saying. When I started know, the wine crawl, you know how many people were like, wine? Yeah. You know, like, y'all are gonna I, just going to have a drunk fest, you know? And, um, if you're lucky. You know? <laughs> well, and, you know, I had a sister that died drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. So I, of all people, know what can, you know, be a consequence of those things. But there's also a responsible way of, you know, having a great time. And, and really, my and vision was, was small business. You know, and I, and I shouldn't have said that, but I'm just saying that, that that's I, I do remember, you know, when the liquor laws changed about 12 mm-hmm. years ago, you'd have thought that mm-hmm. we were going to turn into the next Las Vegas. Well, and that's about the time I started uh, the wine crawl. Yeah. And so it was a lot, you mm-hmm. know, so I, I understand that. Yes, I, I, I just I, I just like to see what's happening here. What's happening like in McKinney, whom I've often looked at, because when I was growing up in, in high school, I, I lived in Plano. McKinney was nothing. And now you go to downtown mm-hmm. McKinney now, it's like, man, it's like six or seven blocks. You just take Old Town and, you know, expand that by an eightfold. And these are all, you know, they're not just junk shops, you know, like you see in some town squares. I mean, these are nice restaurants, nice bars. Nice, and I think we're doing a good nice job. retail, some high-end stuff. And they, man, they bring in the business. 
And, you know, and speaking of business, I just talked to one yesterday about a new business coming in next to that donut or what's that, that donut shop? Doughboy. Doughboy, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, uh, I can't wait to try it. Yeah, well, <laughs> it uh, is good. It is. I've heard that. Well, uh, I was talking to a former student who's going to open up a, a cigar bar right next to it. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, and seeing that wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. Right. And, you know, when we talk about a cigar bar, we're not talking about some roadhouse with Pat, Patrick Swayze kicking people Hey, I'm out. telling you right now, at the wine crawl, my cigar <laughs> uh, vendor mm-hmm. sold out halfway mm-hmm. through every year. They would just bring more and sell out. Bring more and <laughs> no, sell out. No, it's no, I mean, it's it's a nice place, but he mm-hmm. has a mind similar to one in Fort Worth. And, and that's what, what I like to see in this community. Um, and I just, uh, I just don't understand really the mentality of, you know, how is it voting conservative to be in essence, anti-business. That, to me, is that's an oxymoron. Well, and I think that's where Tanner and I, you know, when we talked about coming on here and kind of what our... Mm-hmm. And let me just tell you, mm-hmm. even um, with the situation that happened, we're not trying to create any more divider. I'm for sure not. No, I know sure you're not. not, so I'm speaking for you. But, Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so I, I for sure don't want to convey that message. Mm-hmm. I just want to simply say... Until we talk, until mm-hmm. we can sit down and rationally look at all these issues without the personal, emotional firing of, you know. One day when we quit having to say, we don't mean to be this way. Mm-hmm. We're just saying good over here. Mm-hmm. Once I can just say the good mm-hmm. and people assume that that's all I'm doing, like that's going to be the days. I Everybody so. just needs to bring it down a just, notch. Yeah. like You know, just, and just because be- you're talking good about. Catherine doesn't mean that I'm bashing anyone else. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a, I haven't. I don't think I've been personally critical, Mr. Stanford. And if I have, that's not my intention. But I, I do have my concerns. No, and some people are gonna. You're you gonna know. have gonna, Yeah. Well, I, and look, I, I'm know, not telling and, and you. I, it has nothing to do with this crappy read on his personal life. I don't care about that. I, I think there should be a zone of privacy mm. afforded to everybody, even though mo- everyone, even even the one that called me a liar on Facebook yesterday, she deserves her zone of privacy, and and so does. Stanford, and so does Catherine, and so does everybody else. I think that zone is becoming violated too often. Yeah. And so uh, that's... Well, but that's, that's what I'm saying about making it emotional and personal mm-hmm. instead of factual mm-hmm. and level-headed open communication, looking at people's intentions and being able to sit down and have an adult conversation. And then, you know, I see Sarah here, Sarah Carlson, and, and the crap that she gets, and, and she's done... I the, love oh, Sarah. I do, well, <laughs> and I haven't known... I can pick her out of a crowd either. Yeah, but she's, she's done her dead-level best to, to honestly have a... a, a Kind of a neutral zone on that municipal matters page, and yet well, she gets this, some of the things they say about her. It just it just doesn't make sense. It's, I mean, it is irrational. Except it also doesn't make it true. Well, I and know. that's one thing that she and I work really hard at. It's just because because trust me, if mm-hmm. there's been stuff said about me over 20 years, oh my gosh. And if I <laughs> took all that to heart or worried about it, but that's the thing is going. You know what? You don't pay my bills. You don't. You have no bearing on my life. I'm gonna get busy. Mm-hmm. fulfilling my dreams and making my difference and shaking. And I think Sarah does a pretty good job of that too. I think Catherine does too. She's like, I'll mm-hmm. deal with this later. Back to policy anyways. Right. And I'm just like, well, I, I got it. That's it, amazing. She's, she's really had to bite her tongue. I'm sure quite often because it, off, you know, probably right. dang near off. But, and I think that that shows the temperament we need, but I, know, I just, I just, <sighs> 
And I'm gonna be like, as far as that goes, just for the record, I don't know Jimmy at all. I don't either. And I'm gonna be brutally honest with you. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I've when you've been an entrepreneur since you were 19 years old, I've Mm -hmm. gone through some things similar to what he's gone through, Mm -hmm. and at no fault of my own, um, Mm -hmm. I paid people (laughs) to put me in those positions. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, I mean, I I get it, you know. So, and that's what I keep going back to. This wasn't this wasn't political for us or personal for us, and we have no Mm -hmm. agenda there. More just, hey. This was right and wrong. This affected our personal life. This is a this affected Tanner's personal life with her daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, so think about that before you just jump out and make decisions. And and but it, but it's not just Tanner. Think about the way that you affect other people and hurt other people and their children and their families. And you know, have more thought than mm-hmm. just yourself. A lot of people are me, me, me. Yeah, unfortunately, we're running close on time, and normally my my usual custom is to let the guests have the last word. So you'll you'll tell me and tell our audience anything you'd like for them to know about not just yourself, but your sandbox or your other stuff. Just uh, well, I'll say well, we're on Wednesdays from nine thirty mm-hmm. to ten thirty. If you want to go ahead and follow uh, that mm-hmm. podcast, that's my last word. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh Lord! Well, mm-hmm. we know I could talk to a brick wall all day long. Mm-hmm. I told myself that I was going to do more of the listening today. But... No, you no. Know, this is that's why I have guests. So they they can hear me anytime they want. They Thank you hear... for having us. No, that's quite it's all really right. I, it's, I think. Well, I've been but this, this is more Tanner's story. Yeah. I think is mm-hmm. what you know. And that's the thing. At the end of the day, Tanner and I are both very loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, we are very loyal to each other. Um, mm-hmm. but I think we all just try to do our best and. You know, if there was ever a time that um, anybody had a problem with anything we've said, I hope that, you know, you pick up the phone and call me. You just know that I always answer my phone. Um, but all we want to do is the same thing you're trying to do, which is build up and um, share kindness and goodness and want to help other people focus because it's so easy to get bogged down on the negative, right? Mm-hmm. It's so easy to get lumped into that trap. Don't. And you have mm-hmm. a choice every day to be bigger and better. Well, I think that says about as well as I could. Be bigger and better. So, <laughs> t- Taylor, if you run the ads real quick, I'm going to thank our sponsors. Thanks for having us. Oh, it's quite all right. They, they, the sponsors deserve the thanks because I couldn't do this without thank them. Thank you, sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. <laughs> it's CrossFit Burleson at 317 Southwest Wilshire. Thank you, Shandy, at the Stogsdale Group. Hope y'all are doing pretty well. I know you're selling homes. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, no, they're doing pretty well. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, hey, Shandy and Ron. Oh, you know Ron too? Oh, yes. Oh, okay, good. Uh, the Russell Wealth Group, myfinancialbox.com. Uh, give them a link and talk to Rex and you'll be good to go. Also, Otto, thank you for all you've done and thank you for taking the one for the team here in town at Our Place Restaurant. Thank you, Otto. Yeah. Go eat some pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me kind of just stop down right here. One of the more ludicrous accusations is he's giving away breakfast for votes. And I thought, I didn't well, get my not that. where's my breakfast? Yeah, I didn't well, get my free <laughs> breakfast. You know, that's just, that was one of the more trashy things I said about him. I said, my God, if you could be bought for a plate of eggs, you're pretty cheap. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, anyway, thank you, Otto. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you also, uh, Ben and Brent. Hope you are busy today. Please be busy. Uh, they are. I was talk- Ben comes over every Wednesday night. They have dinner with, daughter and, and with my daughter, and they're like a week out now. So that's how booked up they are, and it's pretty good. So 719-500-1300, so... Get that RV, right? Yes. All right, and also we'll see y'all at the farmer's market over at Walnut Creek in particular. They have the produce and remind you of the Next Step Walk for Life on 
on June 12th at 9 a.m. Next Step Women's Center. Susie Morgan like to see you there. She also says, bring some diapers by, please. And if you want to drop a few bucks on them, she'll take that too. Thank you, ladies. Y'all, y'all Thank do you. a great show. I'm, I, I'm envious how well y'all quickly. Have we'll gotten. have you on ours too. I could do it. I got. I have more time certainly this summer. Uh, Sweet. So. Uh, oh, that would be fun. It would be fun. <laughs> well, no, it'd be great. I'd like to do it. So anytime y'all, you know, I'm pretty open. So Sweet. Thank, thank you, Taylor. Thank, thank you, Taylor. Taylor. Uh, all right. Love you, Taylor. Yeah. Uh, okay, and this will be on my podcast. And uh, y'all, y'all put it on. The We're going to share it on ours too. Oh, good. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. good. So the podcast on Apple and Spotify. So get after it, and then we'll see y'all later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.